What? That was that was a tough loss for you last week on our fantasy league. What? No. No, I won. No. No, you lost 117 to 112 to John Brown. No, see, Sunday night I won 112 to 96. Yeah, but then in the Monday night game, John scored another 21 points and you lost. That that doesn't sound right. I I mean, I stopped counting Sunday night when I was ahead. Wait, you can do that? Apparently. Pretty pretty sure it's still a loss. <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on. Sorry, sorry, wrong, wrong song. Not this week, brother. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hi, toddlers. Still good. Still, still good. <laughs> hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Given that as we record this, this is day three of Tuesday. Not too bad. <laughs> oh. I, I saw I saw somebody I saw somebody on Twitter. This this by the way this this is an art this this goes right into our sports metaphor thing that you know announcers and sports metaphors. I saw somebody on Twitter today say we're just going to take uh, we're just going to take each minute one day at a time today. <laughs> and I was like, I know exactly what you mean, but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but based on the picture that Lisa posted on Facebook, you're not. <laughs> So, yeah, about that. So the funny thing is, Lisa, <laughs> yeah, yeah, L- L- Lisa comes in and says, man, have you seen your hair? And I said, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to look. And she goes, you know what? I, I just want to take a picture of you for Lindsay. And I said, <laughs> okay, right. Because here's the thing, you know, if you're a dad, you'll do dorky things for your kids. So, um, so I let her take that picture and I made a funny face. Because I thought it would make Lindsay laugh, right? And then, and I'm not on, I'm not on the Facebook, right? As as they say, I think that's what the kids call it. Do they call it the book or the face? Anyway, doesn't matter. It's one of the. Oh, I almost said it. I was told not to. Don't. That was so close. Don't, 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 so, don't. don't. <laughs> that that would have been a dollar in the social media jar. Anyway, oh, okay. hey, <laughs> oh, so suddenly I start getting emails. <laughs> People are commenting on a photo you're in. <laughs> huh. That's weird. But the photo doesn't show up in the email because they're, the, the Facebook is smart enough to make you, you have to go log in to see it. Right. So I was like, that's weird. Huh. And then my, uh, my group chat with my family started pinging. <laughs> and my sister says, Hey, is that the puppy and Beckett under you in the photo? And I said, what photo? And then my sister sent me the photo from Facebook. So, so later in the day, I said, Hey, Lisa, (laughs) you know, that amazingly unflattering picture of me, you said that was for Lindsay. And Lisa looks at me and says, it is. I just shared it with her on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh we're definitely talking about this on thursday yeah 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 and then people i don't even know i'm getting emails from people i'm getting email notifications from people i don't even know are now worried about me uh <laughs> and the funny thing is as 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 we talked in the pre-show as as we do you, you were asking me if i was if i was you know recovered uh, I I had already I I mean that night I'd had six hours of sleep. It wasn't like I'd been up for thirty six straight hours. That's how I look with almost all the sleep I need. So it's clear that almost all the sleep I need is still not nearly enough. So here 
even with six hours of sleep and as bad as you looked, just going to say, you still looked better than Steve Kornacki. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that dude, there are artificial chat bots that do support for places like AT&T, DirecTV, Comcast that don't work as much as that dude has worked this week. Even the bots are like, I'm taking, I'm taking some time off to recover. He's a machine. It's just, wow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, in, in the cold open. Yeah. We kind of played a song that perhaps we aren't supposed to play. Yeah. But after we played it, I was like, totally worth it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, please please explain why we weren't where we maybe aren't supposed to play it. Well, according to according to Wikipedia, the source of all truth and knowledge. Thank you. Copyright in a podcast and of other sources on the internet, there is no such thing as fair use, right? Unless this is a podcast specifically critiquing the merits of Tom Petty or the Heartbreakers, or the Love Makers. Don't you mess around with me. It could be, yeah. It, it might in that case be considered fair use for us to play the song while we're discussing the merits of the actual work. We oh. aren't doing that. Well, no, wait, 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 hold on. Do you like that song? I love it. Did you enjoy the chord progressions? I really did. Yeah, I mean, it's good chord progressions. It's a catchy tune, right? Um, I mean, let's talk about the, you know, the waiting is the hardest part. (laughs) No lie there. (laughs) Every day you get one more card or a batch of votes. Right. Right. Um, Sure. And then, and then, and then the next line, uh, you take it on faith. You damn well do. So, (laughs) so I think if we were to critique that song vis-a-vis and hereby stating that we claim that this is a critique podcast therefore we've now critiqued it thereby making the use of said song in said podcast fair use well and still just as applicable today as when it was released yeah it's really timeless it really is i wish it weren't but it is and so (laughs) so but all all of this reminded me of another series of songs that I wasn't supposed to play. Okay. Have I told you this story about songs we're not supposed to play? I don't believe so. I know I haven't told it on the podcast. Okay. Um, so I, I used to work on a project where we hosted, we hosted this public event and then we, um, we paid, ASCAP or whoever for the rights to play music in the background and, you know, pipe it in so that people had something to listen to while they were going about whatever they were going about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the nature of the event, there were songs that we were not allowed to play. Okay. And in particular, this was one of them. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Because, um, People could be waiting a a really, really long time. Got it. Uh, at this event. So we had this whole list of songs that we weren't allowed to play. Um, and then we we crowdsourced amongst four or five of us a Spotify list of songs that we aren't supposed to play, just so that we had them at top of mind, so we didn't accidentally play any of them. Although I'm just going to point out, making a playlist of things you shouldn't play might be the worst possible thing. Hey, am I supposed to play the the list one or list two? I don't know. Just, just play the list, the the event list. Click. Not that one. No. Other no. one. <laughs> no. So also included Richard Marx's Right Here Waiting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Don't want don't want your people asking that. No, no. Boston long time. <laughs> these are all also now that you mention it, none of these, you don't hear any of these uh in Disney, any Disney park. Good point. I see why. 
All right. What you else? See, you see why? Uh, Bob, Bob Marley and the wait, and the Whalers waiting in vain. All right. The Cranberries linger. And you can't play James Taylor Steamroller because somebody put a label over the record. <laughs> also, also, also true. Yes. Ends up on a lot of lists. Oh. So, so yeah, so there's that. So that, that reminded me. Oh, hey, you know what? Speaking of songs. Yeah. Oh, do we have? Yo. Oh, do we? Do we have? Oh. Oh. So, so Greg and Sherry came through. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like, you know what I, you know what I really feel like? I feel like Chuck Barris on the gong show. <laughs> right. Can you, can you just see him? Oh, like, oh, this act. Oh, I love this act. Oh, 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 this is great. Oh, this is, and that's kind of where we are with this. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Half of our audience is now Googling that, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Barris Gong Show. I don't. Wait, was he a spy? No, that's not right. No, no. Maybe. maybe? Yeah. Okay, so let's see how we're going to do this. Okay, so to recap. Yes. Just in case, in in case anybody has skipped over some episodes, I can't imagine how or why they anybody would. Sarah Jetson Brown wrote lyrics for our show based on us talking about musicals. Right. Right. You know, so I, you texted me the phrase, have I hitched my wagon to a crazy man? Yeah, yeah. That's what started this whole thing. That's what started this whole thing. Have I hitched my wagon to a crazy man? And I thought that sounded like a song that was cut from the original production of Oklahoma. Right. Yes. Right. By the way, just not to interrupt, but that's what we do. That's the title for the other podcast. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, yeah, that's on brand. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um, it, 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 so in in my mind, the lyrics were, you know, more in the, you know, I guess about you know love and loss and the. the hilarity ensuing in in a relationship right have i hitched my wagon to a crazy man yeah, no yeah. what we got was lyrics about talking to todd yes yes to the music of surrey with a fringe on top which which is perfect okay right so, so we got those and then we challenged greg listener well, 17 we were going to discuss which one of us was going to sing it <laughs> yes, that's true. And we quickly figured out how bad of an idea that was. And we know, we know that Greg and Sherry have a background in singing. Yes. And so you say challenged, I say asked, whatever. We said, hey, we've got some singers. <laughs> Can you guys take Sarah's work <laughs> and turn it into something that we could play on air and not be taken down, not because of copyright issues, but because of good taste issues? <laughs> So this week I got I got a I got a two-word text from Greg that made my day and it said challenge accepted. So we did challenge him. There you go. Excellent. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just it seems like they went to this work to do this and then you're like, we challenged them. And like, I don't know, is that but if he if he felt like it was a challenge, yes, yes. Yeah, darn right we challenged them. Yeah. Well, they, they, they came through or at least Greg did. I didn't hear Sherry's voice in the background, but Greg definitely came through. He channeled his lounge lizard alter ego, Jimmy Highball. Oh, oh yeah. Jimmy. Yes. So I, and I told him, you know, after these two days, I really needed this. You rock. He said, admittedly, after the last two days, it was hard not to give you the explicit lyrics version. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remembered it's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's always for the kids. It is, right? It's for it, the kids. It's just for the kids. So, so I took what he sent me, which was now should we should we read some of the lyrics or should we just play it? Let's just uh let's just play let's play let's let, let's let, let's let's play the through the song 
<clears throat> and then and then afterwards we can go back through and just take a look at the lyrics. Okay. Because um Sarah gave us original lyrics and then Greg enhanced them in order to fit with the melody where he needed. But again, yeah. like I said, he sent me the a cappella version. So then I took an Oklahoma Surrey with a fringe on top karaoke and lyrics audio track and dropped it in underneath. So that's what you're going to hear. By the way, <clears throat> is this yet another copyright violation? And is there any chance that this episode's ever going to air? Probably no. Okay. Well, that makes this a heck of a lot easier. All right, let's play a song. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify, but not Podbean. I'd rather have a mug or two or three. Making $22 the hard way. Ooh, no. Screw the cold open, just play the theme. Levels, 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 check your mics, are they working? Hope there's comments about Aaron Sorkin. Have I hitched my wagon to a crazy man? The answer's yes. Todd's tech corner, quick, better make a woo sound. Zazzle merch and dad jokes will abound. What have you learned this week will astound the best of us. On the bad days, just good content. The better is witty and clever. Grab your rattles, it's a ninja cow. You know they can't all be winners. <laughs> Tuba songs got to top in a flutter. Dwayne show notes, they're all in a clutter. Failure is always an option, they will mutter when you're talking to Todd. I said, failure is always an option when you're talking to Todd. Oh boy, wow. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing ever? That's awesome. I was actually listening to that thinking, I can just see the credits rolling of the podcast. It feels like, and that's and the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, oh my word. Thank you, Greg. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Right? And, and Sarah. And Sarah. Sarah yes. Yep. But yeah. l like I said, uh, um, I, I think we really need lyrics by Sarah Judson Brown and Greg High. Yes, and Greg High. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuz he I mean he had to make some things just to make it make it kind of fit, right? Right. And uh, so that would be spelled out and not ampersand. They didn't collaborate on it. It was it was separate words. Yeah, separate, which is yeah. that that all matters when you get to the union wage scale on all this stuff, right? Well, if uh, we want to be legit. Yeah, right. Like, you know, I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming writing lyrics for this podcast gets you a uh, writer's guild card i would assume i don't know maybe I, uh, but the for for what it's worth the the audio came off of youtube and youtube didn't block it oh okay so we may be okay we might be all right what well, well i guess i guess i guess we're gonna find out <laughs> well you and i might find out the rest of everybody else will be like where's the episode well now we know 30 people. Where's the episode? Yeah. 28 of them are going, eh, whatever. Eh. Was there? I normally do something on the weekend. I don't know. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, so, um, so, okay. So we got the song. We do. Um, okay. So back to the lyrics. Yes. Okay. Did you, did you want to just, did you want to just go through them really quick? It was a uh, tuba song has toddlers in a flutter. Dwayne's show notes are all in a clutter. Have I hitched my wagon to a crazy man? Yes. Todd's Tech Corner, quick make a whoosh sound. Dwayne's got merch and dad jokes abound. Have you learned anything this week? Uh, no, was I supposed to? Watch the levels. Are the mics working? Random comment about Aaron Sorkin. Failure is always an option when we're talking to Todd. Those were the original lyrics. And then Greg took them, moved them around, added a bunch of stuff. I just, I, I can't, I can't say enough about these two and their contributions. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as I am because 
I, I, I think when you told me when, when, cause I, I seen the lyrics come in and I was just astounded. <laughs> like, this is really good. And then, and then we did this whole thing like, yeah, let's see if Greg will do it. And when you texted me, challenge accepted, uh, I believe, I believe that my text back to you was, we, we, we really have some great audience members. <laughs> we really do. This is, I just, I appreciate it. This is good. Thank you guys. <laughs> What's the line from sports night? If you enjoyed watching it half as much as we enjoyed doing it, then we enjoyed doing it twice as much as you enjoyed watching it. <laughs> Not one of Aaron's better lines, but no, oh, but ding mentioned Aaron Sorkin. Okay. Check the box on to the next thing. Let's see. Follow. <laughs> are we done with this? Should we talk about this more? Or do we have other stuff? What else are we talking about? <laughs> you know what? In last week's episode, we didn't mention it because we cut it out. We talked about it during the recording, and then I extracted it and did a little special mini bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. because we hit a thousand downloads. A bonus episode. I believe that was entitled Patting Our Stats. Sorry, go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a, You know, I didn't consult you on the title. Had we? We'd have come up with that. <laughs> that's, that's what it would have been. Oh, that's really, yes. That's so... During that little podcast, we talked about what the top episode was and most downloaded and, and these kinds of things. Um, I've got a couple of corrections. Yep. The actual number one episode is fans who needs them because there are 35 on the Podbean tracking and another 13 on the old bit.ly tracking link for oh. a grand total of 48. Just barely beating out eight guys named Todd with 46. Ninja Cow on the Loose comes in at third with 43. And then there's a tie for fourth place, which is Sweet Sweet Loving. Sorry, Sweet Sweet Lovin'. There you go. Because that's important. That is. And the first way you said it's weird, but the second (laughs) one, that's much better. And and in a surprise announcement. Yeah, please. Please don't say Harry Carey. <laughs> I, I just have to say, I, according to this, we peaked on episode four. I, no, I, I, I'm just going to say I, I, I am suspect that episodes three, four, and five, something doesn't seem right here. But they've been, but they've been out the longest. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like. Most of, most bands' greatest hits come off of their first few albums, right? Now, we don't want the new stuff. Yeah. Play the hits. Yeah. Play the hits. <laughs> Play Harry Carey. <laughs> so there are, there are 28 Harry Carey downloads on the Bitly link, plus the 11. That puts him at 39 and in a tie for fourth place. So um, Amy, Amy has the number one overall episode, and then Mark makes the top five. Mm. So Okay. If you took the combined down, well, we know that Mark didn't listen to it, but if you took the combined downloads for the two episodes where we did a, we, we did a minute by minute real time live recap of our five days in London, those two together combined as a special back to back may have had the most of any. Oh, Although they were technically two, they were just two separate episodes. That, yes. Yeah. Yes. They were released as, as two separate episodes. Yeah. That's kind of like, you know, at the beginning or the end of the season where you release you know, E1 and E2 as a special back-to-back kind of, you know, night. Anyway, what else uh, do you have? Other, other, other records that were set this week were uh, um, October was our most ever download month. That's not the right way to say that. We had the most downloads ever in a month this month in October, but mostly that's because we were padding our stats. So, you know, it, it it's really, do you remember, do you remember Art Sadoff? Yes. Robin's older brother and how he set the record at one point for the longest time. He had the rebounding record in the state tournament, but that was mostly because he would bounce it off the rim two or three times and get his own rebound before he would put it back in. Oh, that's handy. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's one way to do it. It yeah, that's that's one way to do it. So there's that. So we had we had, we got like oh, and we got a we got a nice the badge came from Podbean. So if you go to our website, there is now a thousand downloads icon on talkingtotod.com. 
I, I hear the, hey, look at that. Wow. Right? I was swear to God, I was expecting just one line. <laughs> it's like they bought it from Zazzle. It's just a single line. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, you get what you pay for. I believe the Podbean thousand download badge is considered to be the same as the uh, the platinum plaque that YouTube gives when people get 100,000 subscribers. I, I think they're considered sort of in the same area. So look that, at that. quarter to check a cup of <laughs> yeah so oh. let's see other follow other follow-up lisa <laughs> we're, like, we're like 75 minutes in yeah some more follow-up yeah yeah um lisa said there should have been a phrase about kevin included in our yeah. phrases yeah i i got some i got some direct feedback yes how could you forget about kevin <laughs> whoops sorry i is there a story we, here yeah and it's it's so so the whole the whole phrase I, I I did have the phrase Google it right which came from the 2012 Olympics right Kevin also came from the 2012 Olympics so we're watching the 2012 Olympics and when it's the Olympics you just start watching you watch whatever sport is on right like you're like oh this is what they're showing okay because you don't feel like flipping over to CNBC or MSNBC or Lifetime or whatever to go find the other thing volleyball was on a number of times and the four of us were sitting there watching it. And what was really funny is the two commentators from NBC, whoever was doing the play-by-play and whoever was in the color. And I don't even know who these guys are, but they were, they were, they were perched like on the front row of the upper deck in like a little pie corner thing. What was clear was at least to us that the play-by-play guy hated the living guts of Kevin, the color guy. (laughs) Because after a play would happen, let's just say, let's say the person spiked, spiked it and got a point. Whoever was doing play by play would then say something, the extent of what do you think of that, Kevin? (laughs) And he said that a lot. Like, well, what about that, Kevin? What do you think of that play, Kevin? And there was a tone in his voice when he said, Kevin, (laughs) that you just thought these people hate each other and they're literally setting like two feet apart. (laughs) Like, like they're, they're getting as far apart as they could, but, but he didn't want to hear from Kevin. And then a Kevin would be like, well, anybody that understands volleyball would know that like, it was just (laughs) so. And that happened in multiple matches. Like we were like, oh, okay, well, that was kind of funny. Click, click. Like two days later, we flip through volleyball again. And you like flip on the volleyball. Dunk, dunk, point. Was that a good play, Kevin? We're like, oh, this is great. We got we to gotta watch this. So um, so since then, that that is that is one of our family sayings. And and uh, it can be used in any number of, of things. You know, basically... Anytime you really, you know, it's, it's mostly, what do you think about that, Kevin? Or way to go, Kevin. Um, (laughs) Nice one, Kevin. Anyway, yeah, that one. So we took a lot from that 2012 Olympics. um, And uh, that, that has, yeah, it, it's, it was magical to see. You, you don't, you don't normally see open hostility like that on the air. It was great. And I should have remembered it. And I was trying to come up with all the stories. That one should have been first. Uh, but as I was trying to come up with multiple stories, um, that one uh, that one just slipped my mind, to which some member of my family should say, way to go, Kevin. <laughs> that, see, that's how we would use it, <laughs> that's, right? That's how we would. You didn't even tell the, you didn't tell the Kevin story. Way to go, Kevin. <laughs> Great podcast, Kevin. <laughs> uh, Sarah, sent, Sarah sent a couple. They use... Speaking of tacos, as an awkward transitional device, when the conversation has kind of um, reached a stopping point. Oh, I love or, that. <laughs> or when you desperately want the conversation to move on to something different. So either when the conversation has stalled and gotten boring or when it's really not getting boring and you need to bail out. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So speaking of tacos. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. Just, and I'm going to skirt this issue really, really close, right? And I'm not saying anything about Sarah's family or my family or any family, just the generic family. Uh, 
here's here's how I here's how I hear this used in context. Um, you're you're at you're at a group, maybe with some people with your family you don't see all that often, and this is what you hear. Well, I'll tell you what I think of those people. So speaking of tacos. <laughs> I don't even know who he's going to talk about. I don't know what he was going to talk about. We need to talk about tacos right now. <laughs> John says the John says smells like money when they're driving by a hog farm. Oh yeah, yeah. Our family says that too. I mean, yeah, like my dad says that. Yeah, my my dad my dad said that all the time, especially when I was younger. And and you know he, you know he he um, sold farm implement to farmers and. Um, and repaired them and everything else. And so uh, his business did well when farmers did well. And so uh, we'd be driving out and I would say, oh, wow, that's terrible. He's like, no, that smells like money. <laughs> and my thought was when I was young, I, I don't want to smell money because <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> what the hell are they doing with their money? <laughs> yeah, I think they're doing it wrong. Whatever that is, whatever they're doing with their money, that's wrong. That's nasty. <laughs> It's great though that every one of us that have grown up in the Midwest all know exact when when we say, "Oh, that smell that you smell in there, it smells like money." Everybody everybody goes, "Oh yeah, I know that one." Oh yeah, no, yep. And here's the thing, it's not just one. There's multiple, but we all know it. <laughs> oh, that's pigs. Oh, that's cows. Oh, that's a- that's manure that just got put on the Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> and you if you've been around it long enough, you do know the difference between a cattle feed lot and a hog lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're all, they're all bad. They're all but bad. They're all, just but they're all different. bad in their unique own interesting right? way. They're all in the salt on your nose and eyes and sometimes taste buds. Um, but you know, in different, I'm, in different ways with different notes. On the South side of Des Moines, we get the whiff of the rendering plant, which Ooh. does not smell like money, but it does smell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and we're not. I mean, we're not even getting into the city of sm- five smells. So no, uh, nope. no, that's that's a whole other thing. Okay, what uh, else we got? We got um, Sarah really liked the political sign story. It, it's nice to know that there are some non crazy people out there. That was that it was that was a great story. If you haven't, if you if you missed last week's episode, fast forward to the this week I learned section and listen to Todd talk about his um, neighborhood encounters. Really? Yeah, I guess that's how I'm going to leave that. Yeah, it's, um, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot on this week on TV, and we've we've watched all of Netflix. And apparently, there's some sort of geography competition going on. However, sorry, go ahead. Because <laughs> I keep seeing these damn maps. <laughs> that's all. That's all. There's maps of the United States. There's maps of counties. There's maps of neighborhoods and counties it's all a geography competition apparently we're waiting to figure out who knows maps the best anyway go ahead you're watching netflix coloring it's a it's a coloring competition with only and two who colors can, who can color in the map quicker oh it's a point. bunch of kindergartners ain't far from that all right <laughs> <laughs> so um we're Amy is Amy's we're flipping through and you know looking and and, and, uh, and Amy's like we should watch City Slickers okay I haven't watched City Slickers in years right Billy Crystal um Daniel Stern and Bruno Kirby thank you yes that's weird that I it's weird that I know that anyway just right off the top well who played who played shortstop for the Yankees in 63 you know right that's one of the lines in the right um, Helen Slater. Helen Slater is the is the girl. And Helen, Helen Slater played shortstop for the Yankees. Wait, sorry, I wasn't. I I was looking something up. Did I miss something? <laughs> so hell? anyway, Billy Crystal's wife is Patricia Wedig, and when they're talking about whether or not he should go on this trip, and you know he needs to go find his smile, and he says, "Well, what if I come back and I haven't found my smile?" And she says. Well, we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. Hey, that's yours. <laughs> that's exactly right. Apparently, that's where I got that phrase. <laughs> oh, you thought it was like a family thing that only you, your family said, and instead your family took it straight from City Slickers. Straight from there it is. Yes, right. And I say that. I say that regularly. Nobody else really in my family says that, but I say it, and apparently that's where I got it. <laughs> By the way, I hate to break this to you. Uh, 
I'm also pretty sure that your family is not the only one that says, may the force be with you. So you can stop signing all of your emails with that. Anyway. May the what? No, I don't, I'm not familiar with that phrase. I've never heard it. Is that from a movie? Uh, apparently. Oh, my brother-in-law dated a woman who had never seen the movies. Okay. And we're sitting around talking about this. This was over 20 years ago. We're sitting around talking about this. And she's like, nope, nope, never seen the movies. But but I know all the characters. You know, Dark Vader. <laughs> Generally got the point. I, close, right? Close enough. I knew right then this relationship was not going anywhere. He's a huge Star Wars fan. And yes, still, I still laugh about that. Dark Vader. Oh, boy. The only thing that could have made that worse is, and then uh, that Spock guy. <laughs> Did he write a book about parenting? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's all coming together now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How to raise your Padawans. Ah, see, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so we watched, we watched City Slickers this week. Are you watching anything? So, um, so talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, something that we're watching and, and a little hint in case you're looking for something to watch as much as I made fun of Peacock. We are now, we are now proud subscribers of Peacock because, <laughs> because that's where I watch my English football. <laughs> and, uh, we were desperately looking for anything Tuesday night for a while that did involve a map. And um, <laughs> we're just, we're kind of searching through some stuff and I'm like, you know what? Uh, there was, the, so, so there was a thing on, on Apple that said, Hey, here's some, here's some shows you should watch this week. And I saw that on Sunday. So we, 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 I was going to start going through the list. The first thing, by the way, uh, we tried to watch was a show called Moonbase eight, which has Fred Armisen. And it's about, uh, some people who are running a lunar experiment in the Arizona desert. Uh, and I thought Fred Armisen, that should be funny. And, uh, I don't know because, uh, that premieres, uh, on November 8th. So that didn't work. Um, then I went and watched something on Amazon from Simon Pegg and his writing partner who did like Shaun of the Dead, yeah. um, Truth Seekers, and it's labeled as a comedy. I don't know where the comedy goes, uh, but it's not in the first 20 minutes of the first episode. <laughs> it may be in the last 10 minutes. I don't know. We bailed. Anyway, it, you, it, you, you didn't give it the Briggs test? Uh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> It wasn't for us. It might be for somebody else. That's fine. Cool. After 20 minutes, I was like, eh, do you want me to stop? And before I could get the word stop, Lisa says, oh, yes. <laughs> she had already made her mind up about five minutes in. And it's got like 17 stars. I mean, it, it's a highly rated star on Amazon. Anyway, so then we go to Peacock because um, uh, the guy that plays Nate in Ted Lasso, drink, he wrote a show on Peacock. The name of the show is Intelligence, and it's he's the creator. It's him and David Schwimmer. I haven't seen David Schwimmer in a in a show. So go to Peacock, click, 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 find Intelligence. And as I'm scamming through all the rest of these shows, I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. But whatever. Watch the first episode. Huh. Well, boy, may have to give it a couple more. When I got back out, I realized what Peacock has done. So if you are a subscriber or you can use the free tier or whatever of Peacock, let me give you a little, this is interesting. As you go across their shows, some of the shows have their rotten tomato scores. This show is tomato, 92%, tomato, 100%, tomato, 75%, tomato, 91%. And intelligence is a show on our service. <laughs> There's. There's no tomato rating <laughs> at all. And there's a couple of other shows that don't have any ratings. <laughs> so you have shows with ratings and shows without. So then I go into IMDb and not that I, you know, whatever. I was looking up something on IMDb and I'm like, oh, it's six out of 10 on IMDb. I'm like, mm, yeah, that was about a six out of 10 episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it felt, felt, yeah. felt like a six. 
Yeah, maybe if maybe maybe six was generous. I gotta be honest. <laughs> maybe they rounded up to the nearest six. Um <laughs> Ted La- Ted Lasso's mom was was doing the reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So East so German just, judge. My my mother was disguised <laughs> as the East German judge. Yeah. So just so so the secret code I figured out on Peacock is if it's good, they will tell you. If it's not good, they will also tell you. By whether they don't when they don't tell you the score, there's a reason they're not telling you the score. And what I would say is believe them. Just Oh, that would have been a useful piece of information 23 minutes prior to hitting play. The one thing we did watch a bunch of last weekend, um, again, trying to avoid, you know, anything live. Netflix has a limited series called The Movies That Made Us. And actually, have you seen this? I have. Okay, I was going to say, because if you haven't, that was going to be my number one recommendation this week, because that's what people tune in for, is what is what is Todd recommend watch? Um, the movies that made us. Background, behind the scenes stories, what, Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, Home Alone. I think there's one other. I will, I will find that one. Anyway, it was really entertaining and kind of takes you back to those. And when, by the way, when you mentioned City Slickers, Daniel Stern was in home alone and he's in this series talking about home alone and he was having a scheduling thing with home alone because he was shooting oh sorry home alone got released while he was filming city slickers and so he was talking about how every week the cast of city slickers was talking to him about how he was in the number one movie for like 14 straight weeks so that that's how that all comes together the the other one in that series is Die Hard. Oh, that's right, Die Hard. That's a yes. And I think I watched. I think I watched the Home Alone, the Ghostbusters, and the Die Hard. I don't think I've watched Dirty Dancing yet. Yeah, I mean it's 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 an inter- I mean it's really interesting. Anyway, yeah, it's good. It's you know it's entertaining. You get to see the, some of the movies. You're like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's kind of cool. So anyway, that's what we watched, and I could recommend that one. And um, pay attention to the ratings on Peacock. Um, what are you what are you guys watching? We started watching The Right Stuff on Disney+. Plus. I've seen that advertised. We haven't hit play yet on that. Let's see. The I think the first three episodes have been released. And so we watched them all. You know, I've seen the, what, 1982 movie or whatever it was, right? That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched Tom Hanks's work, you know, the Apollo missions and the Mercury missions and that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, I... I like I like that kind of stuff. I thought this was was pretty well done. Alan Shepard comes off as a real jerk. I don't know if he really was, but he he comes off as a real jerk. Yeah, I'm not I, having having been sort of the, the Ben having that I am a kind of a you know space nut whatever. I I don't know specifically Alan, but what I would say is uh, a lot of those early astronauts. Um, you're like, what What kind of person does it take to get into a tin can that we've never, and shoot it up into the air, and then hopefully it comes back? Um, some of them had some jerkish qualities. <laughs> That's just a little, little that muddy. Way. Little, little yeah. muddy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they were test pilots. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this thing's never flown before. It's supposed to go Mach 2. Do you want to take it up for a spin and see what happens? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Strap me in. I'm good. Let's go. Or, are all of his screws tightened down? Not all of them, because if they were, he wouldn't get in there. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. I'm, the, I'm, there's there's old pilots and there's bold pilots, but there's no old bold pilots. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. Did you did you run across that while watching S two E one of Mandalorian of the Mandalorian? We did. Yes. Yeah. That's and, a that's a release night thing. Well. At least for us. Family grouse time. Our kid wasn't around when it came out. And he wasn't around the next night. And he wasn't around the next night. We're like, hello, we watched this thing as a family. You're not. And then he get and he comes home and then he's tired. And then he's, I'm like, when are we going to watch this friggin' thing? Yes. So we. We did finally four days later, and I'm avoiding spoilers like the plague last week. 
Yeah, and that was kind of hard because there was some stuff went down. <clears throat> it's good. If but we watched that's the other thing that we watched to kill time was we watched the entire season 1 of the Mandalorian a week ago to get you, ready. So it's interesting cuz you 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 told me that. I didn't know about the delay. And it's really good I didn't know about the delay because there are some stuff in the in S2E1 that I don't think it's that important, but there's a couple of callbacks to the first season and I couldn't, I'm like, oh, that was a thing. And I had two choices. Well, three, one, Google it (laughs) to the Google, (laughs) to the Google. But that seemed like a hell of a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How? Let me, let me lift my arm up. Oh my word. I mean, I mean. I mean, I'm going to want to read that on the iPad and that's on the table in front of me. So that's not going to, anyway. Um, or, or, uh, hey, Dwayne just rewatched all of this. I could text him. Boy, had I texted you when I had the questions, you would not have been happy. <laughs> oh, oh, we would have had a whole new segment on this show. <laughs> hey, when this happens, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> don't. Spoiler alert. Or step three was, don't do anything and um it'll come to me later so anyway yeah so anyway you uh, fell asleep do you want me to back it up no all right (laughs) so mandalorian the mandalorian's back so there we go yep by the way speaking of the space stuff i'm sure i talked about it although i don't know that we were doing all of our media recommendations at the time have you watched for all mankind yeah watch that too okay all right yeah 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 we'll see yeah Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, you had an oh crap moment. What's that? L- literally, I- I'm just saying this because I-, I thought you'd appreciate it. this. is This is really um, this is this is so up your alley. Uh, <laughs> Did you go golfing? No, no, no. Um, so last Sunday, uh, Sunday, last Saturday. Anyway, one of the days last weekend, um, I took my uh, I took my. I'll call it a mountain bike. It's an off-road bike. I took my off-road bike out for a for a just going for a ride. And I've got um federally protected land very near our house and so it's a really nice it's a nice place to go. You can you can ride, um you can hike, you can ride your bike, um you can uh you can take horses on a number of these trails. And then in other places you can do, um, you can do some of the off-road, um, vehicles, but where I was going for this one, this is, this is non-motorized. And so it's, it's kind of, uh, it's like red slick rock. And, um, anyway, going out, go out. I don't know. turns out I, I don't have to get very far away from my house to be very much in the middle of nowhere. And, <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Like I've been on this trail before, but I've never had time to just see where it goes. And this time I saw where it went and, and then went, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I guess I'm at the end and then turned around and rode back on the way back. Um, so on the way there, uh, you, you, I have to ride up, up a hill, um, up multiple hills, but the, the, like when you first get into this park area, you basically go uphill for the first, I don't know quarter uh three quarters of a mile is basically just straight uphill on that's all that's a whole lot of up that's a whole lot of up yeah yeah it gets better once you get up there though so that you just the, the first time i did it i, I was gonna die <laughs> it's just it's like oh my god why like and the funny thing is is a family was walking and I swear to God, their two-year-old was going faster walking than I was pedaling. Like, uh, like, do you need some help, sir? <laughs> Mommy, I think he looks like he's gonna, he's all pink and, or he's all red in the face. Anyway, so it's all, it's, you know, sort of rock and gravel or whatever. Fine. So take it out, go all the way down, go see it. Hey, wow, this is really beautiful. It's kind of the end of it. It's kind of a canyon a little bit. See the canyon, turn around, ride all the way back. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in areas that cell phone coverage doesn't work. <laughs> Um, or not great. And because I go off and do stuff where things don't happen, where th- there isn't a lot of good coverage, I actually have, <laughs> probably is a sign I shouldn't be doing this. Um, I have a, uh, I have a small um, satellite GPS locator <laughs> that I take with me that has a big red SOS button on it that if you hit the button, um, it pages a, a, a dispatch. <laughs> 
to send search and rescue. So I just carry that with me because you never know. But the goal is you never want to hit that button. So you want to be careful, right? Like don't do something stupid. So as I'm writing back, I got to, I'm, I'm at the top of the hill and I have to go down this hill, which is mostly rock and gravel. And it's kind of a long, steep hill. And I've already ridden up it and I've gone up and down this one. But there's a part sort of at the steepest part halfway through that all the way across the trail is a solid piece of rock that sticks out of the ground about six inches. And it's all the way across, which six inches, that's not great for a tire on a bike. Because if you're not paying attention and you hit that, the bike will stop and you won't. So so I pay attention, right? Because that sounds like you're speaking from experience there. Um, no, not yet. Knock on wood. Um, but, but you really want to pay attention. <laughs> I guess as some, as someone who has himself crashed a bicycle, I would agree. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Proceed. I apologize. Yeah. The best way down this thing then is on the right side of the trail, right at the edge of the trail, there is a gap about six inches wide. So if you go through that gap, you don't really have to slow down, but if you can't go through that gap, you really, really, really have to slow down. And basically make sure that that front tire rolls over the rock and then you can kind of, and then make sure the back tire gets up and over and then you can kind of continue. So normally I'm just paying attention. Oh, I'm getting to that spot. You go to the right side of the trail, you get around the big rock and then you're fine. And as I'm going down this time, I'm getting ready to move over and I'm going a little faster because I know what I'm doing. I I know, Hey, this is the part you got to watch out for. Right. You're comfortable. And I say to myself, Oh crap literally out loud. And do you know why? I've given you a hint in this story. Was there a family walking through where you needed to cut? No. Oh. (laughs) But there are three types of uses on this trail. Number one, hiking. Number two, biking. Number three, horse riding. And when I say, oh crap, it wasn't a horse. I literally meant Oh crap. Because that entire space <laughs> that I needed to ride my bike through was no longer open space. It was completely covered. <laughs> Road apples? Like a bushel of them. <laughs> and, oh crap. <laughs> and so now I'm like, do I ride through it? Do I I don't I don't what oh and now I'm having to break and like I gotta make some decisions anyway. Didn't ride through it. <laughs> But Good my call. thought, but my thought was, how in the hell on this entire thing, that is the only pile that I have seen in like a mile and a half. And it happens to be in the gap that you need to go through. So anyway, um, after I slowed down quickly <laughs> to uh, get the bike over the rock with me still on the bike and then over it and then start going again. I was like, I, God, I can't believe that. And I went, I said, oh, crap out loud. <laughs> That's funny because it was crap. Oh, Dwayne's going to enjoy that story. <laughs> so that one's for Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> so you learned to be careful of road apples. Did you learn anything else this week? Um, yeah. So... So the other boy, this is this is now sounding like this is this is like sounding like humble brags, and I don't mean it to be this. I, I've I've also um, so I, I also occasionally go out and do a little bit of running or slow jogging or fast walking or I don't know what the hell you call it. Anyway, we, we've talked we've we've talked about this before. Again, the two year old is faster than you are, but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so I've been I've been going out and putting some mileage on my shoes and whatever, and I've been using. I think I've mentioned this. I've been using the Nike Running Club app. And so it's on my watch, it's on my phone, and I'm tracking the mileage or whatever. You showed okay. up. Yep, I showed up. Oh, yeah, that's right, the coach. You showed up. So last week, oh, and it has a bunch of guided runs. It has a whole bunch of guided runs. And every couple of weeks, it gives you some featured runs, right? So when you first start using the app, the featured runs are your first long run, your first short run, your first speed run. I'm trying to say, here's some stuff we think you'd be interested in. That's handy. Now, 
when you sign up for this, it also, it doesn't, it, it tracks mileage, it tracks your route. It also, if you enter your, if you enter your sex and height and weight, it will also do a calorie count for you, right? So that'll display. So, well, well, we've talked a lot on this show about not sharing data. You know what? What's, what's Nike going to do with this? They probably already know. Fine. So I put in male, 510, put in my weight. Cool. Did that two months ago. So last week, I pull up, I pull up the app, and it says featured run. And the very first featured run was running during your first trimester. And the second featured run... Do you want to do you want to guess what the second featured run was? Don't overthink this. We're running during your second trimester? Ding ding ding, you figured it out. And do you know what the third <laughs> of three recommended runs were for me? Um run to the grocery store for pickles and chocolate ice cream? Oh, you were so close. No, running during your third trimester. Oh. Uh-huh. Because I did the other one. But okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I literally looked at this and went, what are you? So I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Did you check? So I, my first thought was I went into my profile, (laughs) (laughs) click, click, click into profile, gender, male, son of a bit. So here's my thing. We talked about all these places that are stealing your data so they can do Lord knows what with it and ways to protect that. Generally sell it, but yes. Yeah, generally sell it. And in theory, what they try to do, though, is say, give us your data and we will give you something of value, but we will then take more value by selling it. I don't know what the hell Nike's doing with any of this information, but my thought is, if I tell you that I'm male, maybe cut down on the number of pregnancy runs to offer me. <laughs> Just, I don't, Just know what, I don't know what algorithm they're running. <laughs> But it needs a tweak. <laughs> Somebody forgot to put a value in the algorithm. Anyway, so I learned that uh, Nike may not be paying any attention to anything you put in the profile. <laughs> Helpful. I have to say, though, that second trimester run really made me feel better. <laughs> it's kind of made me feel a little less bloated. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Well, in the first trimester run, you had to stop about every 10 minutes to throw up. But by the time you got to the second semester run, that kind of passed. So that's good. Yeah, and it was good because then I had an excuse instead of just being out of shape. Oh, no, it's just first trimester. <laughs> How about you? What did you learn this week? So do you remember several months ago now, we got, or I got, hey, you guys are doing a podcast can we pick your, can I pick your brain? Because I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Really? Right. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, ba- well basically, well, if you two idiots can do it, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> right. 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 Shut, shut a monkey into space. How hard can it be? <laughs> right. Like, chimp can do it. These guys can put together. These guys, right. Yes, exactly. So, so anyway, the first episode of that podcast came out. They sent it over to me. It's John Brown. He recorded the first episode. He and another guy are doing a Hawkeye marching band alumni podcast. Okay. History of the band. The first episode, they had the director of the band on and the voice of the Hawkeye marching band on the guy that does all the announcing right at halftime. Yeah. Right. So they had those two guys on as guests. Right. And so he sent it over to me. Hey, take a listen. Tell me what you think. Whatever. Right. As they're, they're still trying, they're still working through this is episode one for them. I assume that their episode one is actually going to, going to air. I was going to say, did you tell them? So here's what you do you record episode one, then you put it away for 13 years. (laughs) And then you wait for a global pandemic and then you record episode two. It's gold, that's how, Jerry. It's gold. That's it's, that's how these things work. I, I didn't make the rules. I just follow them. 13 years apart. So the thing, but the thing that I learned listening to John's podcast was there is a national trophy for marching bands. Okay. And it's called the Saddler Trophy. If, if I wasn't a band geek or a band nerd or whatever. 
There's something funny about the marching band having the word sad in the trophy name, but I'm not going to make that joke because I wanted to be in a college band and didn't. So go ahead. (laughs) So the Hawkeye marching band won the Sadler trophy in 1982. Okay. No, no, no. Sadler trophy started in 1982. They won won it in 1990. Okay. And if you listen to the Hawkeye marching band podcast, which is called Down and Off, I guess is something that they say, the band alumni. I was going to say, I'm guessing if you know what that means, this podcast is for you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sure it's, I mean, it's, it's a cute, anyway, I didn't know this thing existed. I didn't know the Hawkeye marching band had won it. And I didn't also know that the Iowa state marching band also won it, but Iowa didn't buy their, buy a replica of the trophy when they won it. So now they're looking to do that. And they were asked John t- John tells this story on the on the podcast. <laughs> um, they were asked, "Do you want the 1990 version or do you want the new version?" Well, the new version would contain all of the winners, oh, including yeah. Iowa State. Oh yeah, and they were going to be damned if they were going to have a trophy in their trophy case that had <laughs> Iowa State on it. So they went for the 1990 version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's I, why we miss college sports. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have it. Yeah, we just don't want your name. And the the other irony of that is that obviously the Iowa State trophy has the Hawkeyes on it because they want it first. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I learned this week. There is this trophy. The Hawkeyes have won it. Oh, and by the way, the Cyclones have also won it. And and learned all of that. And it was it was a good podcast, enjoyable for even for people who weren't in the Hawkeye marching band. So that's that's what I learned this week. Our music is "Happy Boy" by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. The reason we can use it is because we read that every week. Wait, who uh who's who who uh who did the music for us? Kevin McLeod. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. Actually, no, seriously, it's a really good song. Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate it. And it makes my week every single week, multiple times when we record and I listen to it. So thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate that. Sorry if that came off as rude. And and you can listen to Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod by subscribing to us on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify. And they gave us a badge. So fine. Podbean. Uh, tell your friends to search talking and the number two, no G, no space. You can like our page on Facebook. You can comment on things on Facebook like Todd's wife did. You can post pictures of, well, him and he won't see them or me and, and I will see them. Yes. So you can post on our page on Facebook, talking to Todd. You can tweet at us at talking to Todd and the website is talking to Todd.com. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Listener17, SJB, Lisa, all the rest of the contributors. It's been a great week. Really enjoyed it. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Tell your friends. Please subscribe and send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? The, um, the Sadler Trophy, the Sadler Cup Trophy measures exactly 22 and a half inches from the base to the tip of the drum major's mace. You know about that. Precisely the size of a standard eight to five step in marching. I don't, I don't understand what any of that means. Um, by the way, here's something that uh, I didn't know, and, and probably for good reason. Do you, do you know they also give that to high schools? <laughs> I can guarantee you that the Iowa Falls High School standing band didn't win it. <laughs> hey, hey, we, we made some wicked turns around the neighborhood around the high school. <laughs> We can only turn right. <laughs> I'm betting Lucas could tell us exactly what an eight five step is. Well, John Brown could too, for that matter. Tell us what an eight five step is. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm hoping that there's an entire episode that just says eight to five step. That that'll be the name of an entire episode. They could break it down. 
Hopefully there's also one on the salt lake. <laughs> As I understand it, there is a tradition with the Iowa marching band, at least with the tuba section, I believe, that involves a salt lake. Anyway, that's, that's, a, that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, if anybody would like to come on and tell us that story, send us your feedback at feedback at talking to Todd. And until next week, we've been talking to Todd. I seriously now know more about the counties in Georgia and in in Pennsylvania than I do about the counties I lived in in Iowa. And you needed to know about the counties in Iowa so you didn't die from a tornado. That that's DeKalb, not DeKalb. Really? Oh man! <laughs> seriously, I, I've skipping that. I've been skipping over that. And apparently, I don't know enough. You can take the you can take the farm boy out of Iowa, but no, sorry, town boy. You take the town boy out of Iowa, but you can't get Iowa out of the town boy. Oh, look at that! I see what you're saying. <laughs>